Welcome to Core Nourishment. I'm Annie Wagner, your host. This podcast is designed to empower, inspire, ignite presence, purpose, and intention in your day. Welcome back to the Core Nourishment Podcast. This is Annie Wagner, your host. Thank you so much for being here. It is such a joy continuing to hold space for people to share their stories and their heart. And I always, always walk away just feeling so enlivened and inspired. So if you haven't already done so, if you wouldn't mind just heading on over to Apple Podcasts and offering a rating and a review, I would so appreciate it. And if you are interested in being a guest or know of anyone who might be interested, please reach out. I would love to hear from you. And you can find me on Instagram at Core Nourishment or on my website, AnnieWagoner.com. So for episode 58, I had so much fun sitting outside. So this was actually the first episode ever recorded outside on my patio by the garden in the sunshine, listening to the birds. And in the beginning, you will hear uh, a lawnmower. Um, But I got to sit outside with my dear friend, Elizabeth Callahan. I know her as Beth. Um, And she is one freaking badass, fabulous, courageous, honest, funny, and amazing human. Um, We just had so much fun talking all about her big, hairy, audacious goals, hiking, her mountain adventures, conquering fears, and playfulness. And Beth shares also about leaning into continuous learning and personal growth, sitting with discomfort, why humor is so vital, who inspires her, and Also, how yin yoga and our mutual friend and yin teacher, Carol, changed her life. Shout out to you, Carol. Um, One of the things I deeply, deeply appreciate about Beth is her realness. And in this episode, you can truly feel her genuineness, her heart, wholeness, and energy. So tune in and enjoy listening to her story. And if you are interested in following Beth and her adventures, you can find her on Instagram at Eliza Cow, so E L I Z A C A L. sure it's actually recording. <laughs> Remember that story I told you? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're good. Okay. All right, Beth, I'm so happy you're here, like in person, in live flesh, and we're actually sitting outside in the sunshine near my garden with the sounds of someone mowing their lawn and birds all around us. So <laughs> thanks for coming. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it's such a joy to see you. You too. Um, yeah, what's, uh, what's lighting you up and nourishing your soul today? Um... I feel like what's lighting me up today um, and this week is, um, so first of all, I've been obsessed with this YouTube documentary or I guess like short film, 50 minute film of um, Sally McRae, who's an ultra runner. And she just did the Coca Dona 250 about a month ago. Um, And I'm not giving anything away, but she did it with basically out without the skin of her feet because she made a critical mistake in the beginning of the run 
um, and caused herself some serious blisters. Oh, I heard about this. Um, okay. Yeah. A runner and, friend of mine had told me. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And um, so I've watched it, you know, seven or eight times at this point. Um, she is incredible. Like, her, just her mental uh, stamina and, like, I'm now obsessed with her. I'm like, I've gone into a deep dive into all her YouTube videos and um, Instagram, and I find it like so inspiring what she was capable of. Um, not just the distance. I'm not, I don't think I would do that distance, but. Yeah, that's that's a hell of a lot yeah. of <laughs> running. That's yeah. amazing. Um, but just like, yeah, it's just inspiring to see people like push through that kind of a challenge. And I love those kind of films like Banff um, that Portsmouth oh, does yes. every year. Like I always go to those just to be like, what are people doing? Like, what are they out there achieving? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I also have like my own kind of like bigger goals. Um, so I feel like she's been kind of like pushing me to, to look at those too and be like, yeah, I want to do something huge like that. It's just like so inspiring what it sparks in you yeah yeah so tell us more I want to know more like what what has she um sparked within you and what has come alive since you watched that and I have watched it a few more times um yeah so I think so about a month ago I was hiking with a friend who does this kind of stuff like ultra marathons like really long hikes um she will get me out there we we decided to do the Madnock Sunapee Greenway Trail which is like 52-ish miles um and we wanted to do over, over a couple of days like we're okay. like we're gonna do like 25 to 30 miles a day um which is so that's a lot of miles do this yeah yeah she, but she it was like her idea she wanted to do it I kind of just tend to like follow along on those things so uh, but while we were chatting she was like telling me about the concept of a big audacious hairy goal which I'd never heard I of. I love that. It's so <laughs> funny. That makes me yes, the smiling. Yes, I totally <laughs> know that phrase. That's hilarious. Yeah, and she was like, you know, it's kind of a huge goal that's like definitely out of reach that you can't you're not really supposed to achieve, but it's like it's supposed to keep you going or like inspire you or something. Yeah. Uh and at the time I was like, I don't really have anything like that right now for myself for this summer. Um, and then I was watching Sally's documentary and I was like, like, I don't, again, I still like don't have like a crazy goal like that, um, for the summer. I just want to get out there and hike and like do fun stuff. Um, but I feel like I'm most like lit up when I do. Um, and then, so then at the beginning of the week, my friend unknowingly sends me this thing and she's like, have you heard of these? And it's like the Northeast ultra eight. Yes. Yeah, I I found or I saw like a flyer of all of them, like all yeah. the mountain runs that yep. you could do, but run, walk or hike them. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. OK. Um, yeah. And they're all supposed to be day. You do them in one day. Um, the single day Pammy Loop is one. I've done one of those. Um, the Prezi Traverse up in the White Mountains is another. And like the Mahusik is another Mahusik range. Um, yeah, so I was like a goal that I probably could not achieve this summer would be to like do them all by the end of the summer. Um, oh so gosh. now I'm like, yeah, I want to do some. <laughs> you are declaring it. You're not only like saying that loud to me, but on this this podcast. Yeah, like this that is, is huge. <laughs> that, is, that is awesome. At least do, I mean, no, the impossible goal is to do all eight. Um, but yeah, I want to, now I'm like, I want to do do some. Where are they all? Yeah, I love it. Uh, what are the log logistics? I love the logistics of planning for something like that. Of like, oh, I'd have to do this or this or um, I have to work at the same time. 
the summer, you know, yeah. like uh, not all of them are up here. Like some of them are in the Adirondacks and stuff. Yeah. So. Oh, I love the Adirondacks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've never been there, so I feel like that would be another challenge. Yeah. Uh, to just like go do Devil's Path. That's another one on the list. And also to write, like to see, go to go to new places and to experience like just new expansive landscape for yourself and what that opens up within you. Like that's, I love everything that declaring that big audacious Harry Cole, yeah. like what's that, who knows what that'll open up for you and invite um, like mini adventures within this grand adventure, right? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. The yeah. definitely the mini adventure aspect of, uh, appeals to me. Um, anything revolving a map that I have <laughs> to pull out a map and do some strategy with, uh, I love it, love planning a route. Um, yeah, and then going up to like I've never been to the Mahusics. I heard they're absolutely stunning. Oh my gosh! Um, maybe even really more here. beautiful than our White Mountains. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would, oh. now I want to go. I love it. <laughs> I love it. That's so awesome, Beth. That's so cool. So when did you first fall in love with the mountains? And yeah, so that's the first question. And then I want to know. Um, well, let's start there. Like, yeah. When yeah. did you first fall in love with mountains and hiking? Um, so I would say I've always kind of hiked, but um, like I can remember being like 20 and I have a great story of like I, um, you know, we partied all night. We were fell asleep at like 3 a.m., got up at 6, um, drove up to Mount Major, hiked it in my jeans and like <laughs> Doc Martens. And yeah. it was no problem. I don't even think we brought snacks um, oh or a backpack. Uh, we definitely brought water. Um, but yeah, it was no big deal. We just did it. Um, and then we were done and like came down and, um, that is not how it's like for me now. Right. <laughs> Things are a little bit different. Um, but yeah, I would say like a few years ago, I got it in my head, this big, uh, I didn't know what it was at the time, but I was like, yeah, this year, I think it was 2019 at the end of 2019. I was like this year, I want to hike a 4,000 footer in New Hampshire. I had never done it. I had this impression it was going to be really hard um, and that I had to like do all this stuff to like get in shape for it. Um, and yeah, so I was like, I crafted up like a little plan. Like I'm going to do, first I'll do Mount Major, then I'll do Kearsarge and then I'll do like Welch Dickey, you know, kind of like work Working my way up, up to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so then I, um, that was like this, uh, or maybe it was 2020. Yeah. So like over that winter, I was like, um, just working out, getting in shape, you know, like running. Um, I have a Peloton. I was riding my bike a lot. Um, and the next spring, I put my plan into place. I, like, went out with um, our friend Liz, I think you know. And she, we did Mount Major. Um, it was icy. I think we did the whole thing in spikes. And oh, my gosh. when I was done, she was like, I think you could join, like, our friends who are hiking a 1-4K a month. And I was like, no, like they're, <laughs> they've, they've done like almost all of them. They're like halfway through their list. And she's like, no, I really think you could do it. Um, and I was ter up terrified. I was like, no, I don't think I'm like ready for that. Um, but yeah, it was like, sometimes it takes someone else suggesting it to you uh, to bring up the idea to be like, no, you can do it. Um, so she... I think maybe even messaged them and was like, reach out to her because she doesn't think she can do it, but just take her on one of your hikes. So they did. They like reached out to me. They're like, 
I think the first time they did, they were going to do Mount Washington in the winter. So I was like, oh my gosh, I don't think so. Maybe a pass on this one. <laughs> yeah, I think I was uh, wisely was like, I'm not up for that, but like, keep me in your little loop. Um, so it was probably, yeah, March that we did major. End of March, they were like, let's do Washington. And then the next month, they were like, we're going to do Mount Cabot, um, which is a long hike, but it's a more moderate climb, I guess. Like, it's a longer way out, but it's people, a lot of people are like, that was your first? Because it's, uh, it's a long, it's, it's a good, I think it's 10, between 10 and 14 yeah. miles. Um, so, yeah, but I was like, no, I, I knew I could do the distance. I just wasn't sure if I was going to make it up the hill. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and I think, and I was terrified, of course. Um, and it was still winter, so um, I wasn't really, I didn't bring great gear and all that stuff, but we did it. Like, we actually did it, and I was shocked. Um, I think I was scared the whole time because <laughs> I just kept looking behind us, and I was like, wow, we're, like, really high up uh, at Are the you time. naturally, like, scared of heights or feel, like, unsettled by when like yeah. by those views. yeah <laughs> yeah I'm totally that's uh uh I'm totally afraid of heights um I love to run at Stratum Hill um and I have never done the fire tower there because it terrifies yeah. me um which I think people think is hysterical given that I love to like climb mountains all weekend um but yeah I I definitely felt I was like scared doing all of it I think when I first started doing it and I love that you keep leaning into it. Like talk about, I mean, that's something that just for me is so evident with you and your presence, at least from what I witnessed through the lovely like social media, Instagram world, because um, I haven't seen you in person in so long. But I really feel that from you, Beth, like this willingness to to meet your edges and lean into them. Um, now I'm thinking about yin yoga <laughs> because that's where we first right? ever met with lovely Carol teaching us. Um, but like kind of using that metaphor, right? Like we we learn how to, in yin, like sit in these deep postures and, and meet ourselves in discomfort, but to like breathe through it and trust and know like we're gonna move through this and release and feel some some sense of freedom and ease on the other side. And I feel like that's what I've witnessed you from knowing you there to like, now I get to, I'm witnessing you do that with through hiking and, and through these experiences where you say you, you feel terrified the whole time, but you're still doing it and you're taking one step forward and still going up and, um, and finding new parts of yourself. That's so incredible. Thank you. And yeah. I, you bring up Carol. Um, I really do feel like Yin and Carol have been such spiritual teachers for me in leaning into discomfort and just sitting with it. Um, and like with lack of judgment and all of those things, yeah. like, um, Carol has done so much for me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> thank you, I Carol. I know. You're thank amazing. you, Carol. You were my first introduction to Yen. And yeah. yeah. And just amazing. like, even on the spiritual side of things, like the mind body connection and all of like, uh, a whole spiritual journey that like Carol has sent me on, um, to my benefit, I feel like, uh, is a part of, yeah. Like attacking what <laughs> that, which scares us. Yeah. 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 I can feel that from you um, because there's also on top of that, I feel from you like this such um, 
expansive joy and playfulness. Like you have, you have beautiful playful energy, Beth, and like you are also really funny. Um, But I, I really feel you, you like bring that to these scary moments or challenges that you're facing, like physically or out in nature, you know, maybe the elements. Um, And I haven't had the opportunity and I hope to, to hike with you. But, um, but I do imagine like, um, yeah, I can feel that from you, like this playful edge that you bring, which is so, um, which can be hard for some people to find, you know, yeah. because I think it can become serious and and there's there's room for it all, right? But yeah, yeah. there is no evidence to suggest that life is serious in any way. Um, I t- love that philosophy. I read that somewhere. I didn't make that up. Um, I love that philosophy and I feel like, humor is a salve for everything like it heals all things um just that like moment of levity it's not going to make everything better but it's going to give you like a temporary relief from your worry um and maybe you'll once you are outside of that you'll look back and be like okay like it's not that serious um I am like yeah I think it's important to know that I am still scared of things and like um yeah, I have been scared of like everything I've done like in my life to this point. Um, but it's, um, yeah, I just like, you know, you try to look back on yourself and be like, no, but I did this and I did that. Um, there's probably not a need to be scared about this or at least I can make fun of myself later. <laughs> the making fun, right? <laughs> like, I think, I, and I don't think it's like one or the other. Like, I think it's learning how to hold space for the fear um, and like use the word end yeah. and see the joy and the lightness in it. So it's yeah. not to like have to choose, um, humor or lightness or joy over fear or to, to, to dismiss this like real fear, yep. right? It's but to there. like, let it fuel you and be a part of what helps get you through it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And speaking yeah. of Carol, I feel like that was a huge part of her teachings for me is just like the mind body connection and like really checking in with myself and being like, am I experiencing an irrational fear right now? Or is it a real one? Like, Mm -hmm. am I, is my life in danger? Maybe. Um, And really like discerning what that feels like in my body, I guess, Mm -hmm. like, um, and figuring that out for myself, like, okay, I can push my limit here. Even though I'm scared, I don't think I'm going to die mm-hmm. <laughs> It's my high threshold for fear. But yeah, and be like, okay, um, I might be actually panicking a little too much over this challenge or something like that. Yeah, and coming back to the breath and like what, what tools do I have within my body that can yep. help me powerfully like shift this, Yep. you know, shift this energy a little bit. Yep. Yeah, yeah, Carol. Carol, we love you. We Carol. miss. I miss your classes. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, that's so big. And even just you're noting the mind-body connection in that way. I think I'm still, I think it's, I think it's a forever practice. I I was just about to say, I think I'm still trying to figure out for me, it's like noticing in life when I'm really stuck in my head, right? And like very heady and perhaps ruminating over like thoughts that really aren't serving me or maybe not even true. and then I learn how to shift it in my head, but my nervous system or my body still holds on, right? Yeah. So it's it's such a powerful practice. And, and like, um, whether it's just in a conversation or on the yoga mat or running <laughs> an ultra run or hiking a mountain, you know, whatever it is, or in work, like just that 
that constant practice that we get to learn and, and hopefully become aware of because yeah. some people don't I don't think you know it, it takes someone helping us to become aware first but yeah yeah totally it is a practice it's never perfect um it just and I feel like I learn something about myself all the time I'm like oh I didn't know I like don't like that or I do like this or yeah uh or that I do this to myself right <laughs> I'm holding myself back here probably yeah yeah totally so speaking of what you're learning about yourself you you kind of declared this goal in 2019 2020 and started hiking a 4,000 footer a month and now I I imagine you're hiking more than than once a month in bigger <laughs> mountains um, or or just in general, just out in nature, hiking and exploring. What what's one of the things what's one of the biggest things you've learned about yourself through that process? Um, I think other than like what I am capable of. I think it is just like the. I don't know, that's a great question. Um, I think it is like overcoming my self-doubt because I think I doubted myself on all of the peaks that I did or I was afraid of a new thing. Um, so probably it is that like a lot of my fears are generated by my own head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it is like that um, that internal monitoring of like, is this just a, is this an irrational fear? Or is this like a rational fear? And like, can I push myself through it or is it time to back off? Um, I think like honing my inner compass in that way has been a huge thing I've learned about myself. Um, I told my friend famously like on my 38th hike, uh, it was my 38th peak of the 48. I'm like, this is the first time I haven't been afraid of something. Like I was like, wow, well, yeah. whatever it was, I would literally find something to be nervous about, whether it was like a huge water crossing or it was my first long distance hike or maybe it was my first hiking buddies hike. I had never hiked with like people I didn't know or like, Uh, My first solo hike, there was a lot of firsts for me. And Mm -hmm. I felt like because of those, I was like always afraid of it. And then if once I checked off, okay, first solo hike, then I was like, okay, I'm going to do a solo hike. And then I'd be like, but it's 14 miles. I've never done a solo hike 14 miles like of this. Like I would just find something to be nervous about. Yeah. And I just feel like I started noticing that about myself and just telling myself like you're being ridiculous or. Uh, you're fine. You've done a solo hike before or, and you've done this route before and there's 82 other people out there with you. Um, yeah. So I think as I started like ticking the fears off, I realized like some of these I'm like totally making up in my own head. Yeah. Yeah. And you kept going back. You kept, first of all, it sounds like you were successful in each hike. Like yes. you actually, you made it through, you <laughs> we did, did it. it. <laughs> And then, and then you kept choosing to do another one. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. It would kind of blow my own mind every Mm -hmm. time. Like I would be like, I don't think I can do this. Like every single time I'd be like, I don't think I can do this. Cut to me like a month later trying it. Um, Cause it just feels so good when you are terrified (laughs) and then you do it and then you're, oh, it's over. And you're like, oh, oh my gosh. Like I totally, it just that's the best feeling in the world. Like yeah. I conquered my fear and I like showed myself that I can achieve this thing. Like yeah. I showed, it really was showing myself cause yeah. I didn't think I could. Um, yeah. I think that was like the big addiction for me. I was like, I want to do more. I want to, now I'm going to do the whole list. Like I want to do them all. Yeah. Um, they were all scary though. I thought I was going to die on all of them. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. What is the most, like, I'm sure there are a bunch of them, but 
the first one that comes to mind, what is the most memorable hike or even moment in a hike? What comes to mind? Probably, so I think my fifth peak was Flume and Liberty with my friends. My okay. friends are crazy. They like brought me in halfway through their list so they had all the hard ones to do. So those are the ones I started on. Um, so I think my fifth peak was Flume and they had me going up the Flume slide. Um, and mm. I had never done anything like that before. It was a full body experience. Um, and I'd never done a slide. Uh, I think if I had known, it was like, I think it's a terrifying 25. I think if I had known all of that, um, I would have been too scared. Um, I was terrified the whole time we were doing it. And I was so inexperienced that I, like I'd read all the trail reports and usually people hit Liberty and then go out to Flume, um, do like an out and back. Um, and those were the reports I had read. So I actually, when we were doing the Flume slide, I thought we were climbing Liberty. Okay. So we get to the top and I'm like, oh my gosh, it was like the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Um, and I was like, and then my friends, you know, we're at the top of Flume, you're looking down, you see like the slide. And my friend was like, see, there's a slide there. And I was like, is the Flume slide going to be like what we just climbed? Um, and she was like, uh, honey, we just climbed the Flume slide. <laughs> oh <my laughs> I was like, oh, thank God. Oh like, I just gosh. didn't know enough to yeah. know that's not, we weren't climbing Liberty. Yeah. I just had my friends like picking out the route for us. You and, were like leaning, you were trusting in them. Probably. Yeah. Oh, and, okay. But I was like, the whole time I'm like, this is a 4,000 footer. They're hard. Like I have it in my head that they're hard. So I'm like, okay, yeah, we got to like climb up the side of this, like hand over hand, uh, sheer rock face. Oh my gosh. Um, it's totally fine. This is, uh, this is a 4K, um, but it's not. Like, I just oh. didn't have the perspective at the time. So when it was done, I was like, oh, my gosh. And I went and, like, looked at all the videos and everything oh of people gosh. climbing it and being scared of it and all this stuff. And I was like, I'm so glad I didn't know what but we were doing. you didn't see that ahead of time, right? Yeah. 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 Wow. I don't think I would have done it with them. Yeah. Um, but it, that was, like, also a turning point for me because I was like, I did it. Like I actually I was physically capable and it was only my fifth peak. So I was kind of like, if I can do this, I could do something else that's difficult or that I yeah, that's think huge. is hard. It helps you like compare. Yeah. 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 And the whole idea too, like I, I keep coming back to just almost like present mindfulness, right? Like, like I feel like in that kind of an experience, at least from what I'm feeling from you, it's it's like you you have to be completely present. Like you're yeah. literally climbing hand over foot and like with your body and your breath. Um, just that like meditative, even though it's scary, like experience yeah. is so empowering. That's like, you know, that's yeah. so and and I, I imagine like you're I would have been relieved to have not seen the footage at a time because yeah. yeah, what what the seeds that get planted in your head are the images of the vision um that could have perhaps prevented you from being able to break through that. So Yeah. Yeah. I think wow. That's definitely one of the things I love about hiking the most is like it forces you to be in the present moment. Um, potentially for 12 to 14 hours in a day. Um, I don't wear headphones or anything like that. So I'm just talking with my friends. Um, we're being super silly in the woods. We're like just talking about anything and everything. And there's no distraction. Like you are just there. Um, there's no phones. Like that's what I love. Yeah. Uh, it makes me sound so old fashioned, but like no one takes out their phone unless we're taking like a pic, but yeah. you're not right. checking your phone or like, yeah on looking at your social media or anything. 
yeah, you're really connecting. Like there's a level of connection with each other as well as I think there's so much power in connecting to, I'm like just noticing right now as I'm sitting with you, like yeah, in presence with you, like I'm hearing all the birds around us and like, you know, the plane that just flew over us in the sky, like just the gifts that are all around that sometimes I think in our day to day with technology, with our phones that we, we miss because, you know, yep. you know, and, and there's, definitely benefit to having our phones but um yeah. but yeah i love that aspect too of the ability to truly unplug yep yeah. i'm just gonna check out for the day i can't be reached um everyone understands i'm not available on the weekend yeah that's is point. adventuring she is <laughs> brb yeah. yeah 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 so at this point you know we're a couple years few years later are you is this is this what you do almost every weekend and all all year round? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I love um, less because I've done them all now. Some of them like five times, some of them six times. Um, so amazing. I've definitely, I have like little hiking goals, I guess. But it usually is like someone's like, what are we doing this weekend? And Or I'm doing this like, and I'm like, oh, I want to go do that. Even though I don't like quote unquote need it for any list I'm working on or like any goal. Um, I just like to be out there. Um, and see what I, I guess keep my keep my training up um, mm -hmm. in case I want to go run up north and yeah. <laughs> do a long traverse or something. But yeah, it really is about the companionship of just hanging out with my friends in the woods at this point, and that's like my preference. Yeah, what a beautiful like wholesome activity to do together. Yeah, um, and I also imagine like just like. Um, a running route or yoga practice, like even if you're doing the same hike again, like the newer things you get to experience and what totally. you notice that time versus the time previous, you know? Yeah, it's definitely never the same mountain because I've done it in different seasons and different months. Um, and there's just always different people out there. Like my friend and I were doing Garfield for our friend's grid finish, which is when you hike all 48 mountains in every 12 months of the year. So he did it 576 times. Oh my gosh. And he finished on Garfield last month and we attended to like cheer him on and we get to the top and we see like four of our friends that are just out there. Oh, <laughs> like that's so two fun. like three of our friends are doing a single day pemi loop, um, a couple other of our friends are doing like a full ridge traverse like and we just all happened to like be up on Garfield at the same time in the middle of nowhere. I love um, yeah, that. so it is about even or people you don't even know yet. You're just you just meet a ton of people out there that are looking to do the same stuff as you and you're all just like how lucky are we? Like yeah. we we are like surrounded by all this beauty. And that that's what you are all choosing in that moment to be doing. You know, yeah. like that you get to, to do that and then 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 choose that. Like yeah. that's so cool. I love that. Yeah. So spontaneous like those moments. That's so awesome. So inspiring, Beth. So who right now in your, whether it's in your hiking world or just in life in general, like who, who inspires you? Ooh, um, I've got a couple friends right now. Um, just like it's there in my hiking world. I love to, I will drop everything to hike with this woman. I'm just going to call her out. Denise, um, we hike together all the time. Um, we love to make it fun. She hikes in a rainbow tutu. Um, I am always <laughs> following it. the tutu because she's like insanely fast, um, crazy strong hiker, about to finish her grid. Um, and she and I talk a lot about self-improvement together. Um, and I feel like 
there's a lot of things that we both work on together or support each other in working on and share because um, we're always like just trying to make ourselves better. Um, so I find her to be a very inspiring person because she is like talking the talk, but also like walking the walk. Like I've definitely seen her say like, I want to work on these things and watched her improve over the years. Um, and she is that witness for me as well. Mm. Um, and I just feel like she makes me a better person um, oh, just amazing. by example. Yeah, there's so much. Um, and I think that too is something that we don't all do. I always joke with her. I'm like, I guess everyone else is perfect, right? Because like, we're the only two working on ourselves. But I think we're just the only ones that feel honest um, and safe with each other enough to admit like, yeah, I have a deficit here or like I struggle with this or uh, I engage in this toxic behavior uh, and I want to stop it. Yeah. Yeah. To have someone that you feel safe enough with to be completely vulnerable and 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 really ask for you know someone to see you as you are and cheer cheerlead you on like that's that's so so important yeah and I agree like I don't think we see that enough yeah you know um, so I love hearing this and yeah yeah that's amazing and I feel like she could tell me anything about myself like she could be like you know you do this or something and I would be like I wouldn't you know I wouldn't feel feel defensive or um, be be offended by it I would just be like wow this is someone who sees me and knows me and this is like great feedback for me to become a better person like they care about my development or about me being my best self she's sharing that with you because she loves you not because she's just trying to put you down or criticize you right yeah yeah or she knows I'm working on it or like yeah it's just awesome that's huge yeah Oh, that's beautiful. Thanks for sharing. I hope she hears this. Yeah, I'm going to send um, it to her. <laughs> if you feel comfortable, Beth, and you don't, you know, you feel free to just say no. But what I'm curious to know, like, what is one of the things that when you share that, whether it's feedback you heard from Denise or um, just something that you witnessed within yourself that you're really looking at and working on? Um, I feel like... I had a really good one recently and I can't remember what it is. So I might go with like one that I've worked on in the past, which was showing up for myself. Um, Like, and that I think was like a few different things, like doing what's best for myself, uh, like emotionally, I think was a big challenge for me. I didn't grow up in a house with great boundaries. uh, So I didn't actually know what those were in relationships. Um, I was not really good at setting them like, communicating them at all but then like enforcing them for myself Mm. so I think that also was like a huge thing about hiking and walking with my friends is like working on that kind of stuff and what that looks like in my life and what happens when people repeatedly cross my boundaries and um just all of those things I think that like I didn't have like as a kid yeah um that was just all new to me now. So I feel like just working through all of that and figuring out what that looks like in my life and what makes sense for me um, was a huge project of the last like few years. Um, I feel wicked solid on it now. Um, And I did feel like I had something else that I was like, oh, but I'm not great with this. Um, 
but I can't remember. It's like you've, left you've my mastered head. all the things. I'm no, kidding. definitely. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I love. I'm done. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm perfect. Done. <laughs> right? I've ascended, and yeah. <laughs> no, I um, no, I love that. I this is these are my favorite types of conversations, right? Just the the rawness, the realness of being human, and yeah. getting to be mirrors for one another. Um, also reminders that you know you're not like we're not alone in our stuff like I think that it can at times feel really can feel really lonely um because again like our culture our society doesn't you know I I think I I I like to believe my circle and my conversations like with you right now or the podcasts I tune into are more (laughs) raw and authentic um and real but I just love hearing you share you know that yeah, over the last few years, you really stepped into saying yes to you. Like you chose hiking from what it sounds like simply because it nourished and lit you up um, and nourished your soul, not for anyone else, you know, and perhaps you were saying yes to your friends, even though maybe you, the part of you didn't want to do it because you were scared, but it was a real big, bold, beautiful, courageous yes for you. Yeah. Um, And then setting boundaries to continue with that commitment versus saying, oh no, I you know, blowing off a hike because yeah, people pleasing or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Or just being like, Hey, I don't actually like, um, doing this thing. Uh, like going to the mall with my friends or whatever mm-hmm. example, I love to be outside, so I'm going to decline it. Yeah. <laughs> <and> say no. <laughs> yeah. 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 Changing these patterns within ourselves too, which totally. can be so hard when for so long we've been kind of living in a certain way. Yeah. So. And that's why I think it's great to have people around me exemplifying behaviors that I want to exemplify and vice versa like because I see what it looks like and what it does for them and then I'm like oh yeah that's like inspiring to me Mm -hmm. yeah so what else um in your day-to-day or week kind of routine um is for your soul and like takes care of you like what else kind of layers in with your self-care um I love to take a daily walk I feel like that's my boundary between work and home because I work from home um, and I have a very demanding job that takes a lot of hours during the week. Um, Oftentimes I'm in like, no joke, 16 to 18 meetings back to back, like nine hours a day. Um, So I don't get a ton of time for myself. That's a lot. So at the end of the day, I have to go for like, I'd like to do a walk around my neighborhood, which is rye, which is really nice. Oh, beautiful. Um, So I'll take a walk on the water. Um, and just clear my head and like shift into me mode. Um, lately, I've also been meditating in the morning and in the evening because I just really find it a really helpful practice for me to just kind of like notice myself, um, get in touch with myself, figure out how I'm feeling about certain things or like maybe think about things. Um, I'm not always meditating on something. I'm not always doing, I love loving kindness. That's mm, like my favorite. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my mind wanders and sometimes I'm just like, I need 10 minutes to like sit down and think about how I feel about something um, or get in touch with myself. Um, yeah, and I really like that time. Yeah, yeah, and the, and I love that. I love that you carve that out and really gift yourself that time. Yeah. Because I think it can be easy to perhaps notice, oh, I want to do this for me, like it's important and then let other things come, you know, come first or totally. So, So from what I'm feeling and sensing, like that's another way you've 
stepped in toward yourself. You've shown up for yourself. Yes. You know? Yeah. That's that really... is exactly how I think of it is like keeping the habit for me. Yeah. Because yeah. it's what's best for me. Yeah. Like I've noticed definitely like a ton of benefits from it. That's awesome. Do you, um, you said that you don't necessarily like have a certain, like, you know, like certain guided, you like the loving kindness meditation. Do you ever take your meditations like when you're walking and do like a walking by the ocean? I have, um, but I sometimes, I just like to let my mind wander there as well. Yeah. So it's a different kind. Yeah. And sometimes I am still thinking about work and I have a great work idea, um, which is fine. Like I'm fine with thinking about work when I'm logged out. Um, cause I love what I do. <laughs> um, other times, yeah, I am just thinking about like, what do I want? What do I want to do this weekend? What's my next move here? Um, thinking about this Northeast ultra that someone sent me earlier this week. Um, but yeah, just kind of like, it's a good five mile walk. So I'm spending a good amount of time um, just thinking about my life, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. I love that. And just all again, like I'm imagining all the seasons too, and just everything else that you get to give to your body through experiencing um, the, the different change of the seasons and that same walk in different ways. Yes, yeah. yeah. Definitely, I love witnessing the ocean um, in all of that. Um, there's like obviously high tide, low tide, there's like storm season when the ocean is crashing over the road. Um, right now it's stunning beach flower season. There's like beach roses all along um, the walk and they're, they smell ridiculous. I love the pink and white. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. They're incredible. Um, and everybody's gardens, as you could imagine, um, in Rye are just spectacular. There's like so many flowers blooming and trees and like dogwood and it's just like a really beautiful time right now oh so awesome I'm totally closing my eyes smelling those <laughs> roses right now so I love this you have the ocean and then the mountains like you get you really soak up both you know I I remember when I was younger so I grew up spending my summers in the Adirondack Mountains and like just fell in love like that's where like I I fell in love with hiking and and kind of my spirituality like out in the woods um and I remember someone you know I don't know maybe it was my early 20s asking like are you a mountain person or are you an ocean person I was like I'm a mountain girl I'm definitely mountain you know and as I've gotten older I'm like we don't have to be one or the other we can right? love both right um because I definitely appreciate the ocean so much too in a whole different way um, yeah but yeah it's it's uh I love that we're getting you you really home is the ocean like physical home and your walk but sea then level. you take your yeah sea to summit there you go <laughs> my and, landlord is always like are you are you gonna go to the beach this summer like do you or they're like do you ever go to the beach I'm like I do walk on, on it like every day but um usually on the weekends they see me leaving <laughs> yeah escaping to the mountains yeah yeah but I also had that same um binary perception growing up like you got to be either or right same with like I'm I always I'm, I always say I'm a little bit country I'm a little bit rock and roll I'm a little bit town and country like yeah I like a fancy dinner as much as I like to be playing in the dirt so I think people find that surprising um they're like oh but you can't like get your nails done or right. whatever <laughs> like wear a fancy dress or right. like because you're in this category that I put you in or whatever but yeah I know. Don't you find this so fascinating? It's, it's making me think about um, like IFS, like internal family systems. I don't know if you're familiar with that kind of um, counseling and therapy, but it, it just like basically it's it brings to light all of our different parts 
within us. Yeah. You know, so it's just making me think like how, again, culture, society, or the way I was brought up, like I felt like, you know, in general, like we feel like things are pretty um, like one or the other or, or extremes or like I have to be this certain way. Yeah. But learning like what really makes us whole, like what's our wholeness, you know? Yeah. And so I'm thinking about our, this whole conversation, which has been such a gift is like, I've had the opportunity to witness all the different pieces and fragments and parts of you that make you whole. And it's not, you can, you know, have your nails done, which are beautiful, <laughs> by the way, um, and like have dirt on your feet and like be in the mountains. You know, you can love going out to a fancy dinner, but also love street tacos or whatever, you know, like yeah. I just, the ocean, the mountains, all of it. So all of our parts. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's what I love about your podcast so much too. When I was listening to the one you did with Sarah um, and just any other guests you've had on. It's, there's always, I do have these biases in my head still as well of like, you've got to be this or this, like, uh, or these people must be that, like, you know, it's just all things that you kind of grow up with. And, um, but then you hear the individual story and you're just like, wow, I never thought of you that way, you know, yeah. or like, I never would have realized that you struggle as well um or that you like sarah was working on her inner child little s which i yes, love so much i know um but yeah. yeah i you just hear the whole aspect of someone yeah yeah and it's just a good reminder that the binary whatever definitions that i grew up with and categories that we put people in for anything are just not really the whole story i love that and like and couldn't agree more like just the fact that well, I think about when when I reached out to you, I'm like, can I can I interview you? Do you want to do my podcast? And you were like, really? Like, what? Why? what I'm like, because like, I just so believe like every single human has a story and and yeah. so much to offer this world. Like, yeah. you know, and you have so much energy and light and like your gifts and strengths that you get to share and shine out. And then you invite others to shine them back to you, just like you were talking about your friend Denise, right? So it's, um, yeah, I think it's so cool to, it's the reminder, and I have to remind myself of this also, right? When we were walking around in the world and we can easily make assumptions based on what we witness in someone or just see, but it's like, there's so much more depth. There's so much more there. And just to stay curious and compassionate and open. Yeah. Um, receptive. Yeah. yeah. So coming back to yin. Love it. <laughs> Carol, yes. it's all roads yeah. lead back I to know. Carol. <laughs> I know. It's so good. So good. Um, yeah, this has been such a joy. Yes. I feel like we could just sit here and keep chatting forever. Um, True. I am curious to know, like, so this ultra, you've mentioned a couple of times, um, like, I guess, what's my question? Like, what's not what's next? Because there doesn't have to be like, a, you've already declared like, okay, my big audacious <laughs> hairy goal is, you know, thinking about um, the mountains and, and, but what is, what's a mountain that's not in this area or perhaps like somewhere in the world that you feel drawn to explore someday, maybe not this year, maybe not soon, but that you just would love to go explore and experience. Yeah. So I have a few um, bookmark folders right now on my, um, whatever my browser. Yeah. Um, Cause there's a few places I want to visit with mountains. One is the Dolomites in Italy. Oh my gosh. They look stunning, especially like this time of year. Um, the other is like French, Swiss, German Alps. My friend just did this crazy traverse uh, for his birthday last September, and it looks ridiculous. Uh, again, like stunning, sweeping beauty everywhere. Um, 
The other is Banff. I might go to Banff this summer. I did like on my way back from my last adventure book a campsite up at Banff for August sometime. So I I was like, I might keep it. I might not. I don't know. Um, That's amazing. And then one I actually had booked for last fall was um, Machu Picchu. And I was going to do the Inca Trail up to and coming out of Machu Picchu. But um, there was obviously like political unrest there yeah. to the point where like tourism was shut down. So um, I canceled that and would love to do that again in the future. I love it. Yeah. That's amazing. All I, ho- the I hope you get to I hope you get to plan and do that one again. Yeah. Or put it back in there. Yeah. Oh, I love it. That's huge. Those are all amazing. Yeah. They look stunning. Invitations to see the world in a whole different way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so cool. If there is one word that you carry with you, and maybe it's more of a phrase, like inner language. So if you're, I'm just coming back to the biggest, the bigger topic of fear, right? We kind of started with that in this conversation and like really facing your fears, showing up for yourself, leaning in. And, and moving through it and doing it, right? You yeah. Know? So do you have, like, when you notice that, that the fear is really strong, do you have a phrase or a one word? My phrase is, you're fine. <laughs> I you're just fine. Try, to, I try to, like, bring levity to it. I'm just like, um, girlfriend, you're fine. I like to talk to myself and just kind of poo-poo it because I, like, I bring the logic to it. I'm like, you've done this, you've done this, you've done this. Like, you're fine. Um, I so, love, and I, I love even just hearing the tone, <laughs> girlfriend, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're fine. Um, my other mantra that I love, it's when I start to worry too much about what other people are doing or comparing myself to others, like, like Sally McRae. I'm like, do I need to do a 250 mile race? No, you're mm. fine. Um, <laughs> but I also think like, worry about yourself, baby girl. Like yeah. definitely like, um, from the perspective of like, worry about myself, um, don't worry about what other people are doing. Um, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, this is your this is your journey. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And it exactly. can look completely different from others. But you can take these little pieces and yes. mantras and snapshots from inspiration. That's yeah. great. I love it. That's awesome. All right, so I'm now going to think about that. <laughs> You're fine. You're fine. You <laughs> That's great. Oh, so good. Well, thank you so much for joining me in the, on my patio with the birds and in the sunshine and just sharing. I so appreciate all that you're putting out there and just, yeah, you taking this time. Same, Annie. I love, uh, you're just such a great conversationalist. I love chatting with you and it's so nice to see you again. And I'm honored that you would want to sit here and chat with me. So thanks for having me. Yes. Thanks. My pleasure. Thanks.